welcome to the Spotlight 5000 podcast. I'm Jessica Nariva, your host, the Clan Happiness Coordinator at Trembly Law Firm. And at Trembly, we start with why. Why do we get up every day and bust our tails for our clients? Because it isn't about us. It's about a bigger mission. That with a thriving small business economy, everyone is better off. That's why our mission is protecting the economy one business at a time. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Thank you so much for hearing us one more time in the Spotlight 5000 podcast. This is your host, Jessica Nariven, and welcome. Today, I have a special guest with us. I'm super excited. It's a consultant entrepreneur, Chaz Wolf. So welcome, Chaz. Thank you for having me, Jessica. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, so um, I'm super excited, Chaz. Um, you're a consultant entrepreneur. Yes, you do everything. So tell us more <laughs> about what you do, who you are, and let our audience know what do you do. Well, as you said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have um, lots of different types of businesses happening all at the same time. Um, the main kind of three categories that I'm I'm in now, um, retail, I started in retail franchising um, about a decade ago, and we have multiple locations of a retail franchise. And um, I started in real estate about five or six years or so ago. I have three real estate companies. We do short-term rentals. We have a holding company that uh, does long-term rentals. And, um, and then I have a fix and flip business. And so we have, um, some offshoots of, of those different uh, companies, but outside of that, I, I have a mastermind group. The mastermind, um, community is for entrepreneurs, um, both at the seven figure and above level, as well as the six figure, uh, business owners trying to get to that million dollar mark. And, uh, we help entrepreneurs at both levels, um, leverage the things that uh, are inside of their business so that they can get at the next level. Wow, that's impressive. And what I got more, like what is more impressive, I think, is you're in different um, areas. Like you're in, right. um, in different. So tell us more about what mindset somebody has to have in order for them to grow. And what is the best advice for you, like for our audience? Yeah, well, so um, the <laughs> the mindset to be in multiple I guess industries is crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't know how applicable that is to the audience per se, but um, I think that I think the mindset of growth really is is what I have, and I think that what most entrepreneurs, you know, um, are trying to maybe go after. Growth looks like different things, right? Like growth can be growth in my family, growth can be growth in my my personal finances, it can be my business, my team. You know, you can have growth in a lot of areas. I just like growth in all areas. <laughs> so my obsession really with, you know, reaching the next level or reaching for my potential or, you know, achieving the next thing really is what it, for me personally, that's been my journey. Um, and, and so that's just led me to be um, basically an investor, right? So I have lots of companies that I own personally. And then there's even more companies that, that I'm an investor advisor, a part of. And so I think that's the mindset for me is that I want to grow in all areas. I want to be a good steward of the knowledge and resource and talent and, and money that I've been given. I feel like the Lord um, has given me many things to be able to utilize. And so it's important to me that I, 
I'm a good steward of those resources that have been given to me. Yes, exactly. And can you tell us more about what does it mean to become bulletproof? Yeah, you know, so bulletproof is my sales training program, um, and we and we kind of we started, um, you know, um, working with individual sales pros. Then we started working with entrepreneurs, and really now we kind of just roll that into some of the stuff that we do with um, with the with the mastermind group. But the idea of becoming bulletproof is to to train or to develop yourself in such a way to where any circumstance, any problem, any unforeseen thing, right? You walk into it and although you may not have the exact formula for this exact problem that we're dealing with, um, but because of my training, because of my mindset, because of the wins and losses in my past, I can draw upon those things and in this moment still persist through, which then in essence makes me bulletproof. It doesn't make me perfect. It doesn't make me you know, um, where I got it all together all the time, but it, it does, it does bring a level of confidence about me to where I, I, I genuinely believe walking into any scenario that it, it's figure it outable, you know, whatever that word is. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really interesting because when you hear and see how somebody else is successful, you think, Oh my God, they, they're perfect. They can do everything I can. So sometimes right. you, we tend to compare ourselves uh, ourselves. So it's nice to like hear that you have um, problems also. Sometimes you don't know how to do things, but it's a mindset. I do believe um, that it's about the mindset. And talking about mindset, what do you feel is the best? Like, what do we can do to better, um, to have a better leadership mindset? Yeah, well, I think the, the mind if we're, if we're going to talk about the functionality of the thing, the, you know, the very machine itself, right? So in order to have a mindset uh, or a strong mindset, you have to feed your mind what it needs in order to be strong, just like our bodies, right? Just like, you know, a business, you have to feed it money, <laughs> you have to feed it energy. Um, and it's the same thing with our minds. And so um, I would say that the very first thing that comes to my mind when you ask that question is that you've got to fill your mind with things that it can chew on in a good way. And so for me, that was many, many books. Like when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, I was reading, I don't know, probably close to 200 books that like three, three and a half year period. And I was a college dropout. But for me, like reading books like, you know, Think and Grow Rich or Master Key to Riches or How to Win Friends and Influence People or, you know, all of that, you know, self-help, self-development, people skills, how do I communicate? How do I, you know, think differently? That for me was my college education at 19, 20, 21, because it was changing the way that I thought. I already thought as an entrepreneur, I, an entrepreneur meaning, okay, how can I get creative here? Or how can I, you know, buy for $1, sell for $2 that, you know, that's entrepreneurial. But even someone who's entrepreneurial, you still have to have a growth mindset or a leadership mindset or just a strong, persistent mindset. And in order to have those things, you've really got to press into feeding the the machine. And for me, it was books and it's turned into audibles, of course, podcasts like this, you know, like turn off the TV, turn off, you know, ESPN radio. For me, there was nobody with Wolf on the back of their jersey. I don't watch football games. I don't watch basketball games. That might sound a little crazy, a little obsessed, but I'm just 
I'm just down to cheer for me and my family. And it doesn't mean that I never go to a game. It doesn't mean that I ever, never watch a movie, but I'm just really, really particular on what I feed my mind. And it, it's, it has to grow me every single day or challenge me or make me think in a new way. Or, you know, I read Think and Grow Rich every single year, every single year. And every single year, I'm a different person than I was the year before. And so as I'm challenging myself, reading this hundred year old philosophy of how to think, how to mastermind, how to, how to channel energy, all this stuff is, is just an incredible, you know, place to put yourself through, especially year after year after year, as I continue to grow myself. Oh, yeah, that's uh, super interesting. And talking about who you were before, Chaz, what's the one thing you could say to Chaz 10, 15 years ago? What's one thing you wish you knew before and now you know because of because you have grown, because you have so much expertise? Um, buy Apple stock, uh, buy Bitcoin I mean, <laughs> no, outside of those obvious, like, you know, maybe investment choices. Um the the thing that i know now um even even 10 years ago i mean cuz 10 years ago like you're saying 10 that you know chaz 10 years ago i was um uh, 25 years old um i owned two businesses at that time i was already doing a million bucks in revenue at 25 years old so i feel like you know looking back at the 25 year old chaz like i was i was doing pretty good you know like i was making some moves and you know a little different than a lot of other 25 year olds but what i didn't know then that i know now that <clears throat> is to leverage. And a lot of times me, I'm just a hard worker. You know, I grew up single mom family. Um, the, the, the major deposit that my mom left inside of me was, look, if, if you want it, you're going to have to work for it. Nobody's going to give it to you. And so because of that, uh, the fact that I want, or that I want to achieve, I knew that I was going to have to work hard. And so I don't want I don't want what I'm saying now to say as if like, I'm not interested in working hard. I work even at this level that I'm at right now. I probably work harder than most people at 25. Um, it's because I understand what I'm after, but the leverage is what I didn't understand. Then I was just working hard, right? I was just adding hours, adding tasks, which is all fine. You have to do that through a period of time in gathering the King's mastermind uh, that, that, that I facilitate that I own. We talk about this language of warrior to King. And as a warrior, you are in the battle. You, you're literally got blood on the sword. You're worried about survival today. And that's how I was 10 years ago. That was the Chaz that you're talking about. 10 years ago, I was, you know, I was slaying, slaying the dragons in the daytime, you know, and, and that's all fine. You have to do that for a period of time. It's, it's, you have to do that in order to build up enough resource, enough, you know, just compounded effort. Um, over the course of time. And so there's nothing wrong with that. But what I know now is how to leverage time, how to leverage resource, how to leverage key relationships. And it's not necessarily always about the next action, or maybe it is about the next action, but some actions produce more leverage than others. So I can look now more maturely at, okay, if I'm, if I have a choice to, you know, do this or this, this one over here takes me maybe less time or effort, but I make way more money is because there's more leverage. Nice. And do you think that time management is like a key part of that? Like, do you now know how to, uh, what to invest your time in and just delegate? I think that's part of it also. 
Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't scale anything or any business or any idea without, you know, having number one time management, um, as a skill set, And then number two, being able to delegate, those are obviously very two different things, but you know, as far as time management goes, yeah. I mean, if you looked at my calendar right now, you would think I'm nuts. I am nuts. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just say that, put that on the record, but it is it, every minute of today is spoken for. I know exactly how today is going to go to the minute. And that sounds like maybe extreme or maybe obsessed, but like, if you looked at my calendar right now, there is no white space. It from 5 a.m. until 9 p.m. tonight, it is it is this, then this, then this, then this, then this. And now some of those things in there are time with my family, right? Dinner with my kids, putting my kids down to bed. Like, But it is like, you want to talk about managed. <laughs> my <laughs> calendar is managed. There is no, un, like, there's no like, hey, I have a free minute. Like maybe in between this call and the next one, maybe I'll have a free minute and I can, you know, take a swig of water or something. But <laughs> as far as delegating, yeah, like don't be so selfish to think as a business owner that you can do it all yourself. I, that's that's kind of what I was as a warrior. You think I can do it all myself, and I'll just take care of it myself. And 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 maybe part of that is because you're scared to hire. Part of that is because you're scared that it's not going to work out, or that you're afraid to, you know, well, I got to pay them. And like, there's all this insecurity and unknown around growth and delegation because some someone else isn't going to do it as good as me, or maybe they're not going to do it the same way, or you know, maybe the client's not going to be happy because I gave it, you know, like. So many uncertainties or unknowns around delegating, but the reality of it is, is that once you do it, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this and you've never delegated, or you're thinking about making that first hire or first couple of hires, I'm telling you right now, you find the right person, you put them on the right seat on the bus, and it is life-changing, game-changing, business-changing. I have literally a, a guy in my mastermind right now who does just a little over a million bucks, and and he made this strategic hire. He had never had this specific role on his team before. He's got he's a contractor, so he's got some crews and stuff, but he's got this specific role they just hired in his office that has changed everything. It's released him in so many ways. And I was just talking to him the other day, and he was like, "You know what, Chaz? I'll like even if this particular individual doesn't work out, I've I can see the light. <laughs> you know, I can see the light. I know what it tastes like. I know what it feels like now. Even if it doesn't work out." I'm going to have to find somebody else because I know how good it's been with this, this individual. So when you can just, just take a step of faith really is what it is, not just delegate, but specifically like look for somebody, find the right person, you know, give good expectations, good communication, good training. And then, and then they can step away in that. There's nothing else like it. Yes, I agree. And, and I also believe that when you have your mind, you, you can also focus on what you will, will make your company and yourself grow. Yeah. And you have like a little bit more time and you're not focused on the little things that somebody else can and will um, manage that. So I, I think that's the best. And that, that will make you uh, go to that next level. Yeah, because as an entrepreneur, you have to realize that your your number one skill set is what you just said, which is to be able to paint the picture and see where we're going and guide the ship. It's not necessarily to be, you know, on the job site, swinging a hammer or working with that specific client, you know, building their, their marketing campaign or whatever business that you have. And so, yes, you can be good at that. Yes. You can swing the hammer. You can help with the client, but eventually in order to become all that you're designed to be, and that's really, you know, that that's the language that gets me fired up. I want to become all that I'm designed to be. 
You know, I don't want to be just the warrior if I'm supposed to be the king, right? I want to, I want to, I want to be the king. I want to, I want to, and now, now that I've become a king, if you want to, if you use that language, now I want to gather the kings, right? I want to become all that I'm supposed to be. And so what that means is it's a constant challenge of up-leveling ourselves, right? And you can't do that if you're not willing to just, you know, you got to be able to trust other people, give things away. Um, it doesn't mean you lower standards. It doesn't mean that things, you know, go unnoticed or slip through the cracks or whatever. Um, it just means that, um, you you allow others to come around you so that so that together you can do more okay so we're we're going off for the last question chess and i'm super excited for this this will be um i almost uh, 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 every guest i ask this so it will be what is your best advice for new entrepreneurs okay my my best advice <laughs> for new entrepreneurs Well, okay, so and you say new meaning like a new business, right? Exactly, new business, not necessarily young because you can be an entrepreneur at any age. So right. I just I just will be new like you're just starting. Yeah, so you you okay, I'm talking directly to you right now as a new business owner, right? You don't have a business unless you have sales. Period. Like th there's nothing further after that. <laughs> you don't have a business unless you have sales. So You need to be obsessed with every single possible action around revenue generating tasks. And so depending upon your business, that could be, you know, being online and, and drumming up leads on social media. It could be buying leads from a lead source. Uh, it could be, you know, um, networking at a local event and, and handing out business cards, Wh whatever it is that you have to do in order to get a client and then another one and then another one and then another one and then another one that is you do not have a business unless you have that after that then you can hone in your your offer right like maybe you're a general your general contractor and you can do a little bit of everything but after you've done three, four, five, 10, 15, 20 jobs now you you decide okay I only want to do decks right or you know you're a marketing agency and hey I can post on social media and I can I can write some copy and I can, I can do this. I can do that. But like, eventually you realize that I'm really, really good at, you know, Facebook ads or whatever. Right. And so you can, you can hone in. That's fine. Or niche down as they call it. That's completely fine. The reality of it is that you just got to go get some, you just got to get, you just got to get started. You got to jump, you got to go get some clients and, and you can, you can analyze and you can niche down and you can figure out all the perfect ways to make people happy and all that fun stuff. As you're doing it, my message to you is, Go do it. Don't wait. Go get a client or two or three or 10 because you don't have anything unless you have that. You can work all the rest of the details out. You can work the offer out. You can work the back end, the customer experience. You're probably going to make a bunch of mistakes. It's okay. Just go get some clients. <laughs> And that will be the best advice. Thank you so much, Hess. Um, please tell our audience where we can connect uh, with you, your social media, your businesses. Um, If they want to they follow you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So chazwolf.com, gatheringthekings.com, both of those websites. You can find me, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok. I'm sure you can put all those in your show notes as well. But Facebook, Chaz Wolf on Instagram, um, Chaz Wolf, or sorry, on Instagram is Gathering the Kings. On TikTok is Chaz Wolf underscore Kings. And so, yeah, if you're an entrepreneur and, and you want to get around other high-performing entrepreneurs, whether you're new or at the seven-figure mark, you still need to surround yourself with other people who are doing unbelievable things and who are willing to support you through your unbelievable things. 
And so that's that would be a great reason to reach out to us. We have a community both for new entrepreneurs as well as seasoned and extremely successful. We've got groups for both. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being a guest, Jess. I had so much fun. Uh, and we'll see you in the next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Jessica here. Thank you so much for listening to the Spotlight 5000 podcast. If you're a successful entrepreneur or business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit tremblylaw.com. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help us promote our show. Want to know more? Go to our website, tremblylaw.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at tremblylawfirm. Thanks for listening. We will see you the next time.